0: All things theology. All things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get taxonomy to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Well, grace and peace, grace and peace. Welcome back to an episode of All Things Theology, where I'm your host K Dub, and today we're gonna talk about deleted videos. We're gonna talk about the Holy Spirit and a little bit of Marcus Rogers. Before we do that, if you're watching make sure you like the video helps out with the algorithm subscribe to the channel if you like what i'm doing always hit that notification bell so you can be aware when i drop content i feel like this is an episode where um, i already have to start it off with this
1: me. if i make you feel some type of way
0: me. i understand that this channel might not be for everybody. These are those who are looking for sound doctrine. I was recently sent a video. Uh, I didn't even know, I didn't even see the video. I'm not even subscribed to Marcus Rogers, by the way. (laughs) Sometimes uh, his channel will pop up in my recommended videos. Um, And someone was like, hey, you see a deleted video? I'm like, what video? Uh, No, I didn't see any video. I don't know what you're referring to. And they were like, yeah, he deleted a video, he... and they were like, I screen recorded it. And I'm like, well, come on down, send it my way, right? <laughs> send it my way. And so, uh, saw the video and was like, wow, I see why he deleted it. Uh, this video is un- indefensible. One of those clear straw man um, videos. And uh, Cephas, you are onto something. Marcus wants unity, doesn't realize God came to separate. Stay tuned for tomorrow's video. Stay tuned for tomorrow's video. <laughs> I'm glad everyone's making it. Yeah, I am. I am glad uh, a lot of you guys are making it in. Yeah, 1689. He said he's never met a man of God that thinks he's a wolf. Stay tuned for tomorrow's video. <laughs> and we will address a lot of that. Um. Yeah, so he, I, I, I'm quite interested, you know, how, you know, God wakes him up at 2 a.m. to make an imp- important video, right, uh, and then turns around in a few hours, changes his mind. Uh, yes, he's deleted two videos. Uh, two videos in two days last week. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, God clear, is always speaking to him, right? He's always getting a word from God. You know, God wants him to make this video to correct people's misunderstanding, i.e. Trinitarians, <laughs> on the Holy Spirit, apparently. And then he turns around and deletes that video. I guess God didn't want other people to see it, but we're gonna show it to you. Uh pretty much majority of this video was God. I think he said only like the first fifteen seconds, and and we can recap what Marcus Rogers said in the first fifteen second fifteen seconds anyway. Pray about it, think about it. Uh you know, all sorts of that stuff, you know, and so, without further ado, someone say maybe he needs more sleep, <laughs> so he can think straight, yeah, that's very possible, I mean, no one's, the, no one's quite the same when you don't have good sleep, right, I mean, we do things we wouldn't normally do, we're not rational, I mean, when I don't have sleep, man, I'm, I'm all over the place, and so, uh, Let's get into this video.
1: controversy or debate or to put people uh, in hell. I just want someone... As you
0: can see, this is a screen recorded video. So when stuff pops up, (laughs) you'll you'll know. But yes, he entitled this video, God is a spirit. Is he one or two separate spirits? Why do we call Holy Spirit a person? And that's going to be largely the topic at hand. Why do we call the Holy Spirit a person? Sister Jill said, This is hard hitting journalism. (laughs) I got people working for me. No, I I don't tell people to do this kind of stuff. I don't tell people to screen record. They just, I think people are starting to screen record every video they see of Marcus Rogers just in case because he is known for deleting stuff. Like, I I don't have no team working for me. You know, I have great mods, by the way. I can give each of you a shout out at the end of this video because it's something I want to do. But, yeah, I don't have no one on payroll here at All Things Theology. This is a one-man payroll team. <laughs> and so uh, I think this individual who emailed me, shout out to him, by the way, um, he saw the video and was like, I bet you he's going to delete it. And lo and behold, he was right. And so this individual sent me the video and said, hey, you're going you're gonna to find this very interesting. There's some stuff that are right up your alley with stuff you've dealt with in the past and, <laughs> you know, you're just going to go like, a, yeah, here, here today, gone tomorrow. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So let's, let's get into this.
1: Watch this video and realize, hey, I got to study the Bible for myself.
0: Well, you deleted it. So many people actually won't be able to say that, you know, uh, so <laughs> I find it ironic. Oh, by the way, if you're watching, make sure you like the video, like the video. Let's let's get people having this conversation. You know, I've had quite a few people recently oddly enough, tell me that many of my videos on Marcus Rogers have helped him to see the error he's in, clear error, how prideful he is even, and it's all about him, it's all about Marcus Rogers, it's the one-man ministry, you would think over 33 books of the Bible were about Marcus Rogers if you listen to his videos, right, and so thankfully a lot of people have said, hey, um, while your videos have been helpful for me to see, uh, the error of his ways and some of the error that I bought into, and so, praise God for that. So, let's let's start over because I don't want to get him off track.
1: Controversy or debate or to put people uh, in hell. I just want someone to watch this video and realize, hey, I got to study the Bible for myself. There's a lot of things that, you know, we do in church that God has nothing to do with. If Jesus pulled up to the church and started looking around... He'd say, man, what is that? That that looks real unfamiliar. There's a lot of things that we say and that we do because of tradition and religion that's not biblical. We Now, a lot of this in the beginning, I agree
0: with the sentiment. And by the way, we're going to play the whole video that I got, which is uh, almost 11 minutes. So uh, j- probably, probably about the video was about 11 and some change, but... Um, yeah, I agree with this. You know, we say a lot of things, do a lot of things that aren't biblical, kind of like Jesus is a thought or Jesus is 1500 miles wide and long. You guys remember that? <laughs> don't, don't forget. We still remember. We still, we remember. Yeah, we still remember the time, Marcus Rogers, even though you and um that gentleman have had a falling out since then over the issue of alcohol. Uh, maybe that's a separate video at a separate time, but. Yes, old Mr. Jackson, I believe his name. You you two have had a falling out and he no longer attends and does ministry at Firehouse. Very interesting. But yes, you do. Yeah, many people say a lot of uh, biblical things. You know, I, I think you, um, you know, um, say a lot of things that are tradition rather than
1: Bible based. So is regurgitated because you know what that's just what we were taught and then if you question it you know you'll find oftentimes that people get upset their pride gets involved and this is why you must study the bible for yourself now i'm going to teach you guys
0: a fallacy that you should definitely uh, understand and know because you have to be careful about it when when uh, people are engaging with your position debating it's a it's a fallacy, you know, it's a fallacy is a, a breakdown in logical thinking, logical categories. This is called the projection fallacy, right? Let's let's go back so we can hear what he said. And then I'm going to show how. And explain the projection fallacy.
1: People get upset. Their pride gets involved. And this is why you must study the Bible for. Hold on, let's go back a little further. And, If you question it, you know, you'll find oftentimes that people get upset, their pride gets involved. Uh, That's it. You know, if you question it, you question them, people get upset and their pride gets involved. What
0: is the projection fallacy? The projection fallacy is someone accusing you of doing what they're actually doing. Let me give you an example. You know, um, let's say I'm insulting you a lot, right? We're having an exchange and I'm insulting you a lot. And I say to you, hey, what you need to do is stop insulting me, even though you're not doing it, right? Even though you're not doing it, I'm the one actually doing it, but I'm accusing you of doing it. That is a projection fallacy. I'm I'm accusing you of the very thing I'm doing, even though you're not actually doing it, right? This is what Marcus Rogers is doing. You know, if you question, if you question him, right? he gets upset, and his pride gets involved, right? You're not allowed to qu- actually question Marcus Rogers. You're not allowed to, you know, really challenge him, right? Remember what he said? If you believe he's a false teacher, you don't have the spirit. Very interesting enough. Yes, yes, the knife and the paper origami godhead. Yes, we remember those uh, examples. Or, and, and the the light, right, turning the lights off, walking into the room. Right? We remember those
1: those examples, so and this is why you must study the bible for yourself now you know i'm I'm not throwing nobody in hell or anything i just want to offer this perspective and um you know i just want you to study for yourself so i'm gonna read what i wrote i think that keeps it as simple as possible
0: so by the way the topic that we're going to be discussing is why do we call the holy spirit a person and i'm going to actually answer that but i'm going to allow him to Hmm. Should I answer it first or should I allow the straw man version? Let me let me answer it first. OK, <laughs> uh, because he's going to end up refuting himself here in a second. We call Trinitarians, call the Holy Spirit a person, not because we believe that, that the Holy Spirit is a human person. See, the word person is actually more nuanced than human. We call the Holy Spirit a person because the Holy Spirit is personal. He can be greed. He can be uh sinned against he can be you know lied against he 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 is active right that's why the scriptures often use masculine pronouns rather than calling the holy spirit like it or something right jehovah's witness theology it's not a force it's not a you know in any of that the holy spirit is a he he's personal right um so this is what we mean when we speak of the um Holy Spirit being a person, and Jewel, as always, has it right on. Marcus roger has such a poor handle of language, metaphor, and extraction that he ought to just stop using illustrations altogether. Absolutely, yes. Oftentimes, you will see his analogies aren't actually fitting to the thing he's actually trying to describe. And, guys, I got a perfect example of that coming later. Um, and so, so, yes, um. This is what we mean when the Holy Spirit is a person, not that the Holy Spirit is a human person. That would be absurd. That is akin to uh, some kind of uh, Mormon-esque kind of doctrine uh, with with their view of the Father. Literally has flesh and bone. That is not what we're saying. I, I think many people have been clear on what we mean by person, but I don't, Marcus Rogers doesn't really anymore. He doesn't put himself in a position to learn. He's not a teachable person now
1: watch this and then um, you know we'll go from there so why do we refer to the holy spirit as a person so it was
0: good I, I i answered that question so let's let's hear him go on and about this give it a second he'll finally get there
1: people say oh the holy spirit the person of the holy spirit well check this out first corinthians 2 10 but god hath revealed them unto us by his spirit For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. Notice it says by his spirit. The Holy Spirit is simply the spirit of God in us. Holy is the adjective that describes God's spirit. His spirit is holy because there are other spirits that are not holy. They are demonic, but God's spirit is holy. John 4, 24, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So you don't have God, the spirit over here. And then the Holy spirit over here, you know what I'm saying? It's just the spirit of God. God is.
0: So what is Marcus Rogers trying to say? Just in case you're not catching on to what he's saying, what he is trying to say is that the, the, the father and the spirit are not distinct persons. Now he's going to contradict himself later in some sense, but he's saying that the Holy spirit and the father are not distinct. Rather the spirit is just some abstract thing of the, it's it's like, it would be like speaking of your spirit, like your, 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 your inner man. That's what he's talking about with, um, you know, the spirit, the father has a spirit, right? Not, not that the Holy spirit is distinct. Um, you know, let me show you let me show you real quick why that thinking is absurd. Um and I've never heard a oneness. I've never heard a oneness be able to actually engage um with this text. You know, I've never heard a you know. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christ is his son. So Christ stops being a person also possession also doesn't mean the subject is an object. Just bad. Yeah, you're right, bro. I was thinking about this prior to this, right? Um if I was to say, you know, refer to, hey, whose car is that? And he says his car. What I actually think it's speaking of that. Oh, that's him. That would be absurd. As you, as you said, possession does not mean what Marcus Rogers is trying to attempt to make it to. Right. Let me show you a text that actually. It I've never heard a, a one is be able to actually engage with this text. We've seen, um. I mean remember remember when Marcus Rogers he, he uh months ago he's deleted this video now but he tried to actually argue in some sense that I guess the spirit that God can like splice himself up and so what actually you would have is a trinity in some sense but that's not what he has been since the beginning it, it was a very weird view very strange view um quite strange let me share my screen here so, yes, let me read this. And like I said, this is a one of those modalist killers. Because I want to explain the the, 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 the difficulties that uh, modalists have when engaging in this text. Let's read Matthew chapter 3, uh, verse 13 through 17. It says, then Jesus came to the Galilee, to the Jordan, to John, to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And you come to me, right? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. Um, Verse 16, it says, and when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water. I love that Baptistic theology right there, but we'll move on. (laughs) And behold, the heavens were open to him. Right. So Jesus is baptized. He comes up from the water and l- he looks up and the sky opens. The Bible can refer to the heavens as the sky as well, or the skies can be referred to as the heavens. Right. Um. Uh, uh, OK. All right. So, uh, yeah, s- s- send them to me, man. He says I got to send a bunch of screenshots on Facebook where Marcus embarrassed himself regarding the Trinity. Send them my way, man. It's my favorite channel. Man, God bless you, brother. God bless you. Um, okay, let's continue. He says the, the the sky was open to him, and he saw the spirit of God ascending like a dove and coming to rest on him. Okay, so hold on. Um <laughs> you caught that reform, Tucson. <laughs> uh so he Jesus looks up and sees coming out of heaven the spirit of God, right? The Holy Spirit descending down like some like, like a dove, not a dove, right? Like a dove, right? The Holy Spirit wasn't a dove, but the way he came down resembled doveness, dove-like, right? And came and rested on Jesus, wow. So he comes and rests on Jesus. So it seems to be that Jesus and the Spirit are distinct from one another. We've established that right there, right? And behold, okay, so we have Two persons of the Godhead, right, in distinct places, right? The, the spirit came down like a dove. Jesus is already in the waters. The spirit comes down and rests on him. They're distinct, okay? And behold, a voice from heaven said, Hmm, this is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Okay, so obviously this seems to be the father, right? I haven't see, heard anyone object to this, right? He's my This is my beloved son. Yes, that would indicate it is the father speaking here from heaven. So here we have three persons, right, in three distinct locations. Father, right, in heaven, the spirit coming down from heaven onto Jesus, and the Jesus, the son, in the waters. I have never heard a modalist actually engage with this text in any fair, meaningful way. Um, some have just said, that, I mean, the... the most common answer I've heard is, well, God can do anything. Well, hold on. You're the one arguing that the Trinity is false and, and heretical and damnable, but you're saying he can do that? Well, that would be quite odd position to, uh, you know, uh, to, you know, go to, to say, well, he can be a Trinity. Well, hold on. You you just call that position false. Now you're saying he can do it? Okay, well, uh, very interesting. Um, yes, and so... Yes, this text destroys, yes, uh, renewed minds, ministries, three distinct persons, one in essence. Absolutely. I I find that most common modalists don't know what the Trinity teaches, right? Because, you you know, you'll go, they'll go to text saying, well, see, there's only one God. And, you know, every Trinity, every Trinitarian is like laughing, like, "Um, okay, (laughs) I'm not a polytheist. So, okay, (laughs) you know, and so most modalists have actually no, no clue what trinitarians are actually saying and i think marcus rogers uh some you know sometimes i'm like man he understands he's just purposely doing this but then sometimes i'm like this guy has no clue i i i I don't know maybe it's a mix of both I, i don't know like i said we have 70 people liking 28 likes get those likes up guys keep watching
1: subscribe if you're not let's keep going with the video spirit. All right. And so God, God is not a human being. God is a spirit. All right. So understand that, you know, uh, you don't have two separate spirits in heaven talking. There's just one spirit and that is the spirit of God. Romans 8, 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies once again, by his spirit that dwells in you. So the spirit that dwells in me and that dwells in you is God's spirit. It's his spirit that he's poured out upon all flesh. As we see in Joel 2. I will pour out my spirit. I will pour out my spirit. Up-
0: Again, and Joel pointed this out earlier, that he thinks possession of the spirit means that it's saying it is him. Um, You know, he, God also refers to his people as my people. And so, That doesn't mean when he says, I will, you know, I've called you my people that he's saying they're actually me. That's absurd. Um, My brother Landon, hey, I'm going to respond to you in a second. (laughs) I'm just doing this video. Uh, We we probably will just to answer your question. But uh, my brother Landon, that's my pastor, by the way. Everyone say hello to my pastor, by the way. (laughs) Uh, One of my pastors. Humans are a dichotomy, flesh and spirit slash soul. And I totally agree with this. Two Two different things that can be separated to liken God to something like that. Multiple parts slash beings would be polytheism or tritheism. Absolutely, absolutely right. And Marcus Rogers has presented uh, a, a modalist view, view, and then sometimes he presented a a tritheistic kind of view or polytheistic kind of view. I really don't think he really understands his own position. Um, and then he just and when you catch him on these contradictions, he just appeals well. Mystery, right? What's the text, uh, right? God is a mystery, right? Uh, which actually isn't referring to what He thinks it is referring to when it says mystery, but I've explained that um, from a from time to time. But yes, we'll keep going.
1: On all flesh, does that make sense? All right.
0: No, it doesn't actually. It, you know, it it doesn't make sense. It it uh, raises more questions about about your position, but I mean. We've known how he he asks uh, anybody who um, asks him a question that doesn't agree with me, right. You're prideful. You're 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 a Pharisee, right? Um, so, what, how does he call us? What is he?
1: And I know that some will label me a Pharisee because today the only heresy is saying that this heresy.
0: That's what they'll do. You know, they'll call us a Pharisee.
1: Let's get into this, right? What is the definition of a person? Of... All right. So this is where the straw man is going to ensue. Now notice
0: how I described person in the beginning. If you caught that, if you didn't catch it, check it out later, right? Um, I described the Holy Spirit being a person in the sense that He is personal, not that he, he is a human being, right? The Holy Spirit is a personal, right? We have a personal God. The Holy Spirit communicates. He He is He's offended when He's sinned against. He gets grieved, which you know, which is quoted in the New Testament, but is a citation, I believe, of Isaiah sixty-five. So. The Holy Spirit, biblically speaking, is, uh, there's no question that the Holy Spirit is personal, but he objects to that because of his ignorance. And I don't, I don't mean that in a, um, you know, that in a person in a, uh, you know, derogatory sense. I mean, he, he lacks understanding on this issue that he's addressing, but he wants to address the issue so bad, right?
1: So bad, right? He wants to get in the fray. (laughs) That's okay, but learn first. According to you know, you look in Google, it says a human being regarded as an individual. So we've already established. Okay, so he goes to Google, <laughs> he reads the first definition and says, well,
0: "Look, well, the Holy Spirit isn't a person. Hold on, let me uh, let me share my screen. <laughs> he reads the first definition here. Uh, a living human being, right? Uh, what? What? He said something to the extent the. Oh, uh, let, let's go back to. Cause I God is not a person. I, I don't know what definition he's using. Webster's Mary. I, I don't know which one, he, you know,
1: what is the definition of a person? According to, you know, you look in Google, it says a human being regarded as an individual.
0: So we've, so a human being regarded as an individual. Okay. A living human being. Okay. an individual specific uh, character, character. Uh, that is not what we mean by person. <laughs> um, absolutely not oh this is a great verse too uh yes yes but when the helper comes that is the spirit whom i shall send to you from the father the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father he will testify of me so clearly a distinction between the father the spirit and the son right there oh great trinitarian text well i'm just right there that's a great trinitarian verse by the way um so yes, he goes to a Google, <laughs> avoids all the the theologians who have described this right. Every doesn't go to a trinitarian to to, uh, you know, look at the definition. Oh, how are they using this con- in there in the context? Let's see if I agree with it. No, I'm going to ask Google, who's not answering a theological question but a anthropological question. Often in the first definition, a living human. Okay, <laughs> well, but even if you go to the the third definition. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, Fiji, you're right. Why are you so obsessed with Marcus Rogers? Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, even if you go to the third definition, l- look at it, you know, pull, Look, just, just take a look at it. The composite of characteristics that make up an individual personality, the self that is actually more descriptive of what we mean when we speak of person, personhood, right? Think about it for a second. Are rocks, can rocks be described as Person, and what I mean by that is personality. No, they have being, but they do not actually communicate anything. Right? People do. People can be described as personal because we are, again, to the third definition, a composite of characteristics that make up an individual with personality. So he's he's totally missed what we're trying to communicate. Now, I'm a big proponent of you know, if you're gonna engage with someone, it's it's good to understand what they mean before you actually engage with it, right? Otherwise, you're going to be speaking past that person. Um, you're not going to be actually uh, addressing what they are saying. And so this is something that makes you just go, what? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Well, you were not even on the same playing field here, you know, because you're, you're, you're over in left field talking about human person, and we're not even talking about a human, so let's continue with our
1: video. Pretty established, God is not a person; He is a
0: spirit. No, you haven't established that, but but He's going to end up contradicting Himself. <laughs> Just give Marcus Rogers enough
1: rope, He will hang Himself, as the saying goes. Uh, so yeah. Now the Holy Spirit, all right, is not a person, but it has a personality.
0: Because... <laughs> so, so you you. Now capitulate it to what we're actually talking about, because that's, what do you think person, what do you think personality comes from or person comes from? Like, th- those are two uh, related things, you know, and so person doesn't always mean a human person, Right. Yeah, Grammar 101. <laughs> we're, look, we're giving Marcus Rogers grammar lessons here on the All Things Theology podcast. You guys didn't know that, you know, we, we hey, this is all things theology, right? <laughs> Even grammar matters here at All Things Theology. But no, seriously, um, those are related. So he he says, well, God is not a person, but he is personal. That's a distinction without a difference, really. Because he's assuming what, he's assuming a lot into person he's assuming human person which we aren't meaning therefore he's not accurately uh, communicating with us (laughs) give marcus rogers enough rope he'll twist himself into a knot that too that too that's a little more pg that's a little more pg than my uh analogy
1: but both communicated the point effectively because god has a personality we are made in the image of god right so when adam was made he was made in the image of god now watch this out of Adam, God pulled the woman. All
0: right, guys, listen to this example. Now, m- remember when I said that often Marcus Rogers' uh, analogies don't try don't actually fit what he's trying to communicate.
1: Well, this is a perfect example. Let Let's listen. Of God. Now, watch this. Out of Adam, God pulled the woman, but the woman was in Adam, right? Adam was made in the image of God and then God pulled all right Eve out of Adam. And so it's the same thing when he says, I'll pour out my. So it's the same thing, right? Adam and Eve is the same
0: thing as God pouring out his spirit upon all people. Hold on. Let's, let's hear him finish that point.
1: Spirit upon all flesh. It's his spirit, right? That is coming out of him. It's not a, a separate spirit over there. You know what I'm saying? That like, Hey, God, the spirit is talking to the Holy Spirit. Hey, Holy Spirit, go down there and pour yourself out on all people. No, it's just God's spirit that he poured out the same. So way that Eve was pulled out of
0: Adam. So, all right. So the same way Adam or Eve was pulled out of Adam is the same way the spirit is being sent out of the father. So I guess the father is sending a piece of himself literally onto all of humanity or, you know, the people who believe. And so, but let me show you how that analogy does not actually fit. Right. Because he believes the spirit is the father. No one would conclude, um, that add that Eve, that Eve is the same person as Adam by his own logic. He would have to say Adam and Eve are the same person, but that would be absurd. And he knows it right. Um, Yes, let's read Jewel, as she always has something good to say. If he followed his own logic, he would see that it's improper to suggest personhood means human personification, since personhood originates with God and not man, who is created by God. Absolutely. Absolutely right on. But notice his logic would lead him to believe, since the Spirit is the Father, and the analogy he gave, he said it's the same way, not my words, his words, I'm not, you know, putting it... He would have to conclude... (laughs) Eve is actually Adam, (laughs) which would be absurd. And I was sure he would say, well, no, that's absurd. I was like, exactly. Then your analogy actually doesn't communicate effectively what you're trying to attempt to make it. So, I mean, use a better analogy or just stick with the Bible and what it teaches, right? No one, you would not read through the Bible and conclude that the Father, Spirit and person, sorry, the Father, Spirit and the Son are the same uh, person. But rather they share in the same essence, meaning they are, Co-equal, co-eternal, uh, co-existing,
1: right? Absolutely. That's what the Trinitarians are saying. Adam was the first person, and Jesus is the only person of the Godhead, which is the biblical. Adam was the first human person. See, notice he
0: conflates person with being a human. I, I think that actually demonstrates it very well. There was a person that existed prior to Adam. Uh, Father, Son, Spirit. Doesn't mean you're a human because you're being called
1: a person. ...term, um, who became a human, who became a person, who was the sacrifice for our sins. He he was the Word made flesh. Now, look, the Holy Spirit uh, does have a personality because he has the personality of God. And we refer to the Holy Spirit... As he, because we refer to God in the masculine uh, sense.
0: Right there, he just admitted what we were saying. So he's actually speaking out of both sides of his mouth right here. On one hand, he's saying the Holy Spirit is not a person, right? Because he's not a human being, and obviously we agree with that, but that's not what person means. But on the other side, he's saying, well, he is a person since he is personal, which is actually what we're trying to communicate.
1: So... Okay. It's just like, you know, my, my spirit and my soul, I'm not going to refer to it. And in the feminine sense, all right. And, And so, you know, like I made this video because I want you to look at this. It says by my spirit. And so when, when people are saying, you know, that the Holy spirit is a person, you know, am I saying it's a heaven or hell issue? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying there's a lot of things that we say and we get so used to saying it, but does it really make sense with what the Bible is saying? Yes, it absolutely does. Your
0: view actually does not make sense, given over the text we went through in Matthew 3, uh, 13 through 17, John 15, the verse that was posted earlier. There are numerous texts that does not have this equation that you uh, have uh, added it to. Um, No one would come to this conclusion. Again, his main argument is possession means sameness. If if something says, hey, uh, you know, Again, he says, if it says my spirit, then that means it's you. Well, according to his logic, he would have to conclude that God is actually his people, too, because he says he calls, you know, he called Israel my people, right? My people will call me by by name, right? You we all know the verse, right? Uh, but right there, he would say, no, it's not saying it's the same person. It's just saying possession in the sense of, yeah, I'll, I'll let him explain that, but um I don't know why he he. Uh, this is a simplistic argumentation. It's not actually one that causes critical thinking skills and things like that. So, yeah,
1: Now I know some people are going to twist what I said. They can say, oh, you you think we really believe that the Holy Spirit is a person? No, my point is we run around and say stuff. Well, that is actually what you are arguing. You And, and by person, he means human person. If
0: if you don't think that's what we're saying, why would you read? that definition and apply it to us and and you're going to do it here in a second again you're going to do it here in a second so you you are straw manning our position no one's misrepresenting you i'm playing all your words (laughs) that you deleted this video to that you know someone gave me access right the spirit
1: revived it right (laughs) you want to use your language and we've been saying it for years and then if somebody like me comes up and i question hey why do we say the Holy Spirit is a person when technically the Holy Spirit is not a person yes it has a personality this this is again Marcus Rogers does not know what he's talking about at all
0: uh, you know this isn't an insult to him but he is biblically uh, ignorant on this issue and absolutely there is no create there is no analogy with my created Spirit to this to God the Spirit. My spirit is a part of me. The spirit of of God isn't a part of God. He is God. Absolutely. See, this is actually becomes a danger when people try to make analogies of of God, because there's no analogy that you can uh, make that's actually fitting to the point you're trying to make, you know, uh, when, when it comes to his essence, his being. All analogies are going to fall short. You know, this is you know many people have tried analogies to describe God. Right? We know about them. Right? Water, ice, you know, gas. Um, what's another one? The three-leaf clover. All these analogies are not helpful or fitting, and it's best just to believe what the Bible says about God's nature. Uh, use proper language that has been helpful for. Uh, literally thousands of years, but Marcus Rogers rejects that language. You know, he does not like the Trinitarian language, and his main objection to it is because it's not in the Bible. Right. Well, we'll see how... (laughs) If if that's your argumentation, then you cannot believe God is omnipotent, omniscient. Those words are not found in the Bible, but anyone who would reject that God is all-powerful and all-knowing would be a fool when reading the Bible. But... Ah uh, yes, this he won't say it, but his views are anthropocentric. God is like man, but better. So let's make him fifteen hundred feet tall. The spirit is personal, like man, but not fleshly. Oh, this is this is a great uh description of Marcus Rogers' view. I, I think you can even say Marcus Rogers' God is the anthropocentric view. It's like the anthropocentrism comes alive, right? God is just a just as uh, Jewel says, God is a better version of man. Right. A better version of man. Right. You know, right. Who wouldn't want to be seven feet? Well, God is 1500 feet. Right. Or 1500 miles. Hold on. Jewel, you got to get it right. 1500 miles wide and high. (laughs) Right. That's what was said by his friend and Marcus Rogers agree with it. And so, yes, the spirit is just a better personal. Right. God is like us to the T. Right. Just just better. There's no transcendence and Marcus Rogers' view of God. What do I mean by transcendence? There's no otherness, right? God is like us. There's no otherness. And now I get it. We are made in the image of God, but that does not mean we are, when it says made in the image like God, we share in uh, communicable attributes. And that's a whole uh, study we can do there, defining the incommunicable attributes and communicable attributes of God. Now what that does not mean is that there is some kind of resemblance in the sense of uh ontologicalness, right, or essence or equality like or like that we're near God, like we're we're not God but we're close like God. That's not what it means. Um you're ignorant, Kateup. Well, to be fair, you're missing your apostrophe and e. So I don't know if you want to be calling me ignorant when you misspelled yours. So <laughs> Ooh, had to. That was too easy, too easy. All right, let's keep it moving.
1: All right, but it's just the spirit of God. And the reason why I make videos like this, right, is because we have so much division in the body of Christ. We argue. Now, I find it ironic that <clears throat> he deleted this
0: video, right? his view, His goal to make this video was to clarify things, right? Because there's so much division. He wanted to bring clarity, but now he ended up deleting the video which i found ironic if he really wanted to bring clarity he would have kept this video up Uh, why marcus rogers deletes it
1: only the spirit of god knows right (laughs) he searches all things right the spirit of truth about words that are nowhere to be found in the bible and that's why we can't agree right so somebody was reading the bible and they looked at the godhead and they said hmm i think you know what i'm gonna call that Trinity oneness, and they looked at the church. I'm gonna call it Baptist, I'm gonna call it Pentecostal, I'm gonna call it Kojic, I'm gonna call whatever all these denominational names that are nowhere to be found in the Bible. So we don't now, uh,
0: (laughs) the more you speak, the more you sound ignorant. All right, well, at least you didn't uh, misspell that, (laughs) but uh, that's fine. You can think that hey, that's that's cool. Look, even we allowed you here to insult me for free. You know, you can't do this on Marcus Rogers' channel. <laughs> He'll blocky. You. But you're 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 free to stick around. Maybe you'll learn something. But Marcus Rogers says, "Hey, you know, people were reading the Bible and they just came and said, "Ah, that just sounds like trinity like me. That's not how um people came to concepts of trinity or even to use the word trinity or even what one, uh oneness. Language l- let me just help you out. If you just read something, do some church history reading, oftentimes clarity was brought by division, right? Uh, heresy even. That's how councils were after often formed and, and people would debate. So it wasn't just some random guy in the woods, right? Just reading his Bible and was like, oh, I'm gonna call that a Trinity because I just like the word Trinity. No, it was often ensued by debate, years of, of, of clarification, uh, letters right councils and then people so so language precise language cause or heresy caused people to use actually precise language when they're talking and so guess what people um argued over the uh, you know deity of christ right you had the council of nicaea where people were arguing is it homoousius homoiousius, or or heterousius right same substance similar substance or altogether different substance right so people started so the language of hypostatic union uh was applied to Jesus that he is fully god and fully man 100% god 100% man not just someone just saying oh i'm just going to that, that just sound like a hypostasis to me you now no, that's not how uh, language was brought about this is a ve- that's a very simplistic uh understanding of church history which something tells me Marcus Rogers isn't very uh, familiar with. <laughs> I don't know what would bring that uh, you know, thought to me, but this is not actually what happened when it came to people uh, using words like Trinity and applying it to God and, or people using uh, precise language. That's, that's not how it happened. That's not how it happened at all. Even for our opponents, right? Even for our opponents, they often, clarify their language once debate happened as well and so this is why i'm not anti-debate or anti-division because division all these things cause us to uh clarify our language stay tuned
1: for that uh video tomorrow i'll I'll be dropping something tomorrow i don't see any of these words in the bible but we're divided by them some guy think about it
0: so we don't see any of these words in the Bible. By Marcus Rogers' standard, then we can't use Bible. But guess what? Guess what? Bible is found nowhere in the 66 books of scripture. <laughs> but any fool would say, well, of course, Bible is actually conceptual if you mean that which is contained in the scripture. Right? Who Who would deny that? Who would deny that? But don't apply it when it comes to other words he doesn't like. It. See, ultimately, that's what it gets to. Marcus Rogers likes the word Bible, so you can use it. And it's okay for everybody to use it because Marcus Rogers says so. But you can't use uh, Trinity because I don't like that word. Marcus Rogers sets the standard and he is the standard. Yes, he could do with a few courses on formal log- logic and language. Yes and probably i would add theology on that as well <laughs> church history
1: uh greek you know he, he could do with a lot su- of subjects that would be helpful for him is some guy like me opened his bible and said i'm gonna call the godhead blue blue blah blah and now because of religion we run around and we say hey do you believe in the blue blue blah blah and if somebody says no you know i don't believe in that word you say oh you're going to hell you're so, I like what Jules says here. Just just dropping Jules. I, I, I see why your parents
0: named you that, right? <laughs> Clarity is an enemy to people who have th- who thrive on ambiguity, and that's so true, right? People who want to be vague don't like precision. What do you mean by God? Oh, just, don't just, You know, Jesus is God. What, what do you mean by he's God? Hypostatic union. He's, he's a God like Jehovah's Witness mean. Just, just he's God, right? Is he eternal? Uh, I, I don't want to get into, right? They want to be You know, as she said, right? Unclear on these issues. Uh, But notice what he says. Notice, you know, hey, he he said it would be aching to someone reading the Bible and said, I'm just going to call the Godhead the blue, blue, blah, blah. The blue, blue, blah, blah. If you don't believe in the blue, blue, blah, blah, then you're not saved, right? You're going to hell. Um, uh, So I just find that ironic that the blue, blue, blah, blah, actually, it doesn't communicate anything. Kind of like his God. Anyways. Bro, why are you so concerned about this man instead? Our main focus should be saving souls. Well, by your own logic, logic, why are you concerned about me instead? Your main focus should be saving souls. So your 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 comment is actually contradictory. So, let's state that first. Second, I I I'm going to assume it's because I'm talking about someone you like, that that's the real issue, which I'm okay with that. <laughs> um. So yeah,
1: let's continue. Heretic, but if they believe in the godhead. If they believe in the Father, if they believe in the Son, if they believe in the Holy And here's the crazy thing. Let me blow your mind. The only requirement to be saved is what? To be born again. And how must we be born again? Jesus explained it to Nicodemus. He said, be born of the water and of the Spirit. Now, to be clear, and I'm, again, video dropping tomorrow on this.
0: Many people will say, and this goes back to Jewel's point about ambiguity. Because if you heard that, you would say, of course. I agree, Marcus Rogers. That's how you're born again. That's how you're saved. Water in the spirit. But Marcus Rogers does not mean what John 3 means. He does not mean what most most people in this chat means. Most people that listen to Marcus Rogers probably don't agree with this. Marcus Rogers says, Hey, you must be born again. How? By the water and spirit. He redefines water and spirit, meaning water baptism and the whole and this and spirit to mean speaking in tongues. So if you are not if you are not uh, water and baptized, and and speaking in tongues, you're not you're not born again. That's Marcus Rogers' view. That's Marcus Rogers' view. I don't make it my main object. You put out numerous videos, and no, I'm no Marcus Rogers supporter. All right, that's good to hear. But what's the issue about putting numerous videos out? I don't see the issue. There's been many people who follow Marcus Rogers. Uh, Marcus, let me say this: Marcus Rogers is a false teacher. So if people are following Marcus Rogers, his, his doctrine uh, to say, then that is problematic and praise God that many people have watched some of my videos and say, wow, I did not know this. And they've stopped following his teaching. Well, shouldn't you be, shouldn't you rejoice in that? I think so. I think so. And by the way, YouTube is, (laughs) I do other stuff uh, offline too, that I don't, I don't post about and brag about or talk about. So yeah. And as Jewel said, as always, check her, check what she just said. Um, but yes. Yeah. What What was he just saying? Hold on. Let me listen.
1: I don't know why people, why we're, we're, we're so argumentative and all these debates. It's so right there in the Bible. It's simple. But.
0: Pri- oh, yes. D- about him redefining water and spirit. He redefines those terms. And false teachers always redefine biblical terms, biblical words, right? Um let me give you an example if you've ever dealt with Jehovah's witness, they will redefine John one. matter of fact, they even add to it. they'll say that Jesus created all other things. you know Jehovah's witness believe Jesus is God too. they just don't mean what we mean by God right? He's kind of a god a lower level God from the Father right And so um he he does that with, Water baptism and, or oh, sorry, uh, water in the spirit. He thinks it's literal baptism, right? Literal water and spirit. Spirit is equated with speaking in tongues. So those are problematic things. This is why he has a false gospel. If you don't get baptized. You don't speak in tongues. You're not saved according to Marcus Rogers. And matter of fact, <laughs> uh, uh, let's add a third thing to that. Because that's not the only requirements to be saved according to Marcus Rogers. Is water baptism, speaking in tongues. And believing he's from God. Did you, that's, 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 he has a, <laughs> as well as other things. Let me just, do you think the apostles who were saving souls, tracking down the false Christians who said Jesus to them, he never knew. Them? Yes. It was actually the, uh, tradition of the apostles to go to the synagogues where the Jews were is to debate them. So yes, I do think they did that. So, well, I mean, Bible says Mark false teachers. So yeah, I, I don't see the issue
1: gets involved. If you don't agree with me, you know, and I said this the other day, it's funny
0: how... Remember when I said about projection fallacy? Marcus Rogers is the one who is presenting the uh fallacy of or the the view of if you don't agree with him, then you're not. Right? If you believe he's a false teacher, you're the one that's actually not ha- having the spirit.
1: That's, that's out of his own mouth. I've done those videos. You can go look at them. Now, guess what? When somebody lines up with our beliefs and they're from our denominational background and from our side of the fence, when they mess up and these scandals come out, we say grace, everybody falls short. Everybody makes mistakes. But when it's somebody, you don't,
0: I'll, I'll address Taylor's comment. One more. I'll, this will be the last one I address. since as I just want to see more videos of you advancing the kingdom. I mean, more videos of you bringing people to the kingdom. Well, I believe, uh, this is bringing people to the kingdom. If you're bringing them out of false teaching, correcting that, that is bringing people to the kingdom. So, if I mean, if what you're saying is true, then the, the apostles should have never, ever touched the Judaizers, the Pharisees, the Gnostics. They should have just, hey, we're just going to preach Jesus and stay in our little circle. No, they address the false teachers.
1: There's much more that could be said about that, but I'll I'll keep it there like and they make a mistake we say wolf so there, there's just so much you know fake stuff and i think that you should be allowed to study your bible and question things right so you know um just because the spirit has a personality doesn't make it a person demon
0: uh l- l- let me uh back up because I- i'll let him finish that point because i don't want to you know
1: <laughs> yeah just because the spirit has a personality. Doesn't make it a person. Demons have personalities, but we don't refer to demons as people. So
0: <clears throat> he's. Let's start off with the first thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. Oh, just because the Holy Spirit is personal doesn't make it a person. Well, that that would be true. It, yeah, it would make him a person. It just doesn't make him a human person. The very definition of person is one of the definitions meaning to be personal. So you're you're actually. <laughs> uh, we, we said much about that, but he says, well, demons are persons.
1: Demons are, well, let's go back just to accurately describe them. Just because the spirit has a personality doesn't make it a person. Demons have personalities, but we don't refer to demons as people. So he
0: says the demons have personality, but we don't refer to the demons as uh, people or persons. I, I would have no issue with that. If you meant that they communicate, and some people communicate with them personal, Uh, but again, so I I don't see the real objection here, and the holy the, the and that there's a world of difference between the Trinity and
1: demons when it when it refers to that. But anyways, you see what I'm saying. So we're, we're saying something, we're regurgent, and you know what? This video is going to make people, a lot of religious folks, they're going to be so mad about this video, they'll probably chop up this video, try to twist my words around.
0: Well, you deleted it, so you didn't even give people the opportunity, but we found it, and no, we didn't chop up any of your video, we played the whole video, so,
1: um, so yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why I wanted to keep it kind of simple and just read what I wrote. You know what I'm saying, but the reason they're going to be mad is because of their pride. Well, we've taught we've taught this for so many years, but if you look at what I'm saying, I didn't really say anything that was that should really be bad or crazy. I'm just saying, why do we refer to?
0: Sure, you did. You're not actually using accurate language to this, and, and this is. And by the way, guys, this is this isn't coming out of nowhere. This is all to attack the doctrine of the Trinity, which Marcus Rogers does not believe in, right? But he's not trying to be. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, religious folk. If you don't agree with Marcus Rogers, what he's, you're a religious folk. Anybody who does not agree with him is a religious folk.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, this is the full video. <laughs> yeah, which he deleted. The Holy Spirit as a person. And if that makes you mad, if that makes you want to call me a false teacher, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, you probably need deliverance from a religious demon. <laughs> so we have a, a religious demon. Let's bring out the Catherine Craig. Uh, everything's a demon
0: demon or the sorry the Isaiah Salvador everything's a demon demon right um so if you don't aren't in line with what he's saying it's probably because you need to be delivered you have some religious demon or or you're using words to not accurately describe this right right um yeah I think it's that I think it's that um this is why I would love and many people would love to see a conversation between I and Marcus Rogers I, I've, I've asked right and, and I'm not entitled I understand he doesn't owe me anything right I'm not uh, to that persuasion to believe oh he he must do it because I said so no that's not what I'm saying but I think it would be good and I think it would be very helpful for many people you know to see uh, who's actually dealing with what the text says um, but no everyone's prideful who disagrees with Marcus Rogers and, and you have a religious demon and you need
1: to get delivered. <laughs> how how prideful and narcissistic is that? All right. Because it's just something that we do. You know what I'm saying? That if you dive a little deeper into the word, and that's why, you know what? Some people get lost sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you start diving kind of deep into stuff, stuff like this with scripture. And a lot of people, they don't know why they believe what they, what they believe. I've talked to many people who come from different backgrounds. I, I- I agree with this. I think Marcus Rogers doesn't really know why he remember. He um,
0: was uh, raised in some kind of oneness, Pentecostalistic movement. Even he doesn't want to kind of pledge allegiance to that anymore, but that's his background. Ah, look at this comment. Uh, Freestyle galaxy more says I was blessed by this channel as I was deceived by Marcus for many years. Uh, amen. Amen. Godhead is biblical. Trinity is a man-made term. Uh, so it seems like you do not affirm the Trinity, but Bible is a man-made term. You accept that? Very interesting. Uh, Carlita says, "What's the point of his deleting videos? If he believes he's speaking the truth, it stands by. He's known for deleting videos." Yeah, I, I can't answer that. I will not answer that. Right? I I, I do not know um, backgrounds, and they can't even you know. It's... Oh yes, I, my my point was yes. He's he comes from this one is Pentecostal background, and that's his tradition. That's his. Right, that's where he comes from, and a lot of the language he uses, and, and things like that. And so, um, uh, one is Pentecostals aren't known for rigorous intellectual, uh, you know, theology. It's more so running laps around the church. And I'm not saying that to make fun of them, but that's you know true. That's generally what you see in those churches. It's it's to, it's to give you the experience, but not re-
1: necessarily the information or the or the teaching to you why they believe what they believe they just went to their church and the church told them to say this and this is how we talk and they picked up the language but they can't back it up with scripture you know and so that's why we can't have unity because then you hear somebody that just shows this video was screen recorded
0: <laughs> oh this is a good point god is also a man-made term all language is man-made absolutely right there's no di- divine language right <laughs> right if you speak this right language then you'll oh yeah to one six all language is man-made you know so so what what's the point because guess what none of the words we're using are in the bible technically and you talk speak about the original text these are um uh, right the bible wasn't written in english contrary to what many
1: kjv only is will have you to believe <laughs> right so yes you know for i like to use these example, and i'm done after this David says, you know. Oh,
0: yes, 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 yes. Uh Rashawn, he said, yeah, one time, let's have a worship off and see where the fire of God lands. Yeah. Remember that's that. Yeah. He said that to me. One, he told me I wasn't on his level. Two, he says, OK, if, if you, you want to come to uh, Chicago? Well, we'll have a preach off and see who preaches better. <laughs> was the ultimate. That's the ultimate uh prideful, narcissistic answer. Uh Just because you preach better don't mean you're right. There are many people who can't preach. But they know the word. They know that they can they can explain the text more accurately. So, so yeah, <laughs> that was your Popeye chicken. No, that wasn't for me. That's remember this video was sent to me by someone. So, shout out to the Popeyes.
1: The Lord is my shepherd, because that's the way that God reveals Himself, you know, to him. But then Moses, you know, met God, you know, through the burning bush. So nowadays, what people would do is we would have the Church of the Lord is my shepherd, and we have the Church of the Burning Bush. And all the Lord of my she- the Lord is my shepherd. People would say, "God doesn't speak through bushes. He never revealed Himself to me through a bush." And the people from the Church of the the Burning Bush would say, "The Lord is my shepherd. What are you talking about? God speaks through a bush." And that's what's happening today.
0: Remember when I said his analogies often don't fit the situation at hand? Uh, these are t- two truths, right? Obviously, God spoke through a bush. Obviously, the Lord is my shepherd. Um, those aren't contradictory things. What's contradictory is saying God is Trinitarian and then God is oneness. Those are those are not compatible things that you can just join together. So
1: your analogy doesn't fit. <laughs> it makes sense if you want it to make sense, but it- I bet it does. <laughs> Anything makes sense if you want it to
0: make sense. <laughs> uh, a man being a woman makes sense if you want it to be. Uh, (laughs) I was going to say, I'll probably get demonetized for saying that one for sure, but anything can make sense. Yes. If you want it to make sense. I mean, so yes, that's a tautology. Yeah. (laughs) Cephas says, is it possible that Marcus is a Christian, but just ignorant to scripture? Well, obviously believe he's ignorant to scripture, but which shows he shouldn't be teaching or preaching or pastoring for that example. But I would say, no, I, I do not believe he's a Christian one because he has distorted the gospel. Galatians one tells us if anyone has distorted the gospel, right, preaches another gospel, they're going to be an anathema. Marcus Rogers adds to the gospel numerous things. Uh, I'm going to show in a video tomorrow. Not only does he add baptism, speaking in tongues, but all forms of obedience. He adds to the gospel. He says if the Bible says it, you got to do it, and that is to be saved. And so, no, he adds to the gospel absolutely. I, so, no, I don't. I don't. I and and guess what? I allow. I, I allow a certain um, you know level of ignorance to exist and still be a Christian. I mean, I was I, I would say, man, in my early days, I was a, a word of faith. they speaking in tongues, doing a lot of this stuff and just ignorant. I did not know any better. And so I, I, I don't just go around saying people are unbelievers. But this man is a teacher. He's a pastor. Right. As um, Jewel says, uh, he, he, he's not able to teach. And not only is he not able to teach, and I think this is what she would mean as well, he's teaching false doctrines. Yeah, yeah. Marcus denies the idea of Christ, has another gospel, he's not a Christian. Pray the Lord grants him repentance. Um, So, yeah, anathema, that's such a fun word. Yes, yes. Just not fun to be one, right? Um, So, yes. uh, No, I I, I allow a certain level of, uh, you know, hey, you know, this person's an error. They could just be young in the faith i've seen people just mature as they grow up right um (laughs) yeah i don't think i would be inviting the fire of god down to the party if i was marcus Marcus, absolutely
1: uh yeah yeah lots of lots of stuff can be said but if you're dedicated to misunderstanding me or if you're so caught up in wanting to be right then this is not going to make sense to you look um
0: if you're dedicated to not understand, no, I understand you, Marcus Rogers. I just disagree. But notice if Marcus is a standard. If you disagree with him, it's just like, well, you're just not gonna get it, right? <laughs> Rather than, well, let's actually sit down and engage, right? I've I've been the one, you know, I've I've heard this a long time ago. You know, um, that the person who is convinced of their position. Doesn't have to get angry. Many people, are, man, why do you want to get angry? There's no need to be. The person who's convinced in their position, know they has the truth, does not need to get angry, upset, frustrated. And guess what? They're willing to to, to dialogue, right? Because they know they have the truth. That's not to say that all people, though, because you you have some pretty convinced uh, false teachers as well. But generally speaking, that is a characteristic of people who have the truth. Right, they can be long-suffering. They can be patient. Right, they can do all these things. Uh, I have a different understanding of the gift of speaking in tongues, but it's definitely not required to be saved, and that's what I'm objecting to. If you believe speaking in tongues, that's fine. You know, to one extent, you know, I have many friends who are charismatic. Now, I'm not saying they're false teachers or not saved or not Christian or any of that, but if they were to say you must speak in tongues to be saved, then yes, that friendship is over on that sense because they would be adding to the gospel. So if anyone adds to the gospel, anything,
1: they're not saved. Some of these comments from Facebook. um, Somebody asked me, okay, I have a question. I was always taught that the Holy Spirit is a person because it says that he, would he, he, is stuff like that. They use the word he. I don't have the word in front of me right now, so I need help. How is that not speaking directly that he is a person? This is a real question I always ask the Holy Spirit to manifest in my vessels to give God the glory. So I responded with, uh, the Holy Spirit is a spirit. We are persons. Adam was a person. Jesus was a person. The definition of a person is a human being. The Holy Spirit is not a human being. It's God's spirit in us, which I pointed out in the scriptures. Just because the Holy Spirit speaks doesn't make it a person. Demons speak, and they aren't people. So now they said, man, Marcus, you got me thinking for real, bro. Why would the body of Christ be taught otherwise? Thank you for answering me, bro. This is crazy. You got me really thinking I'm going to have to talk to my pastor, man. And, you know, not that I want you to go be rebellious towards your pastor, but I have uh, legit questions and I've backed it up with scripture. Now, because often people ask, "Why why
0: do you keep calling Marcus Rogers that? Why do you keep doing these videos, right? Well, because Marcus Rogers is convincing people in his falseness. In his heresy, in his, uh unorthodoxy, right. I, to, to one extent, I would say, and, and you know, this it has to be more than me, more than me. And there is, praise God, there's. I'm not the only one calling him out, right? Praise God, and this has to be with the other people as well, right? But we have to address error that arises in the body of Christ, right? We, if you do not address poison in the, in your body. It will destroy you. If you do not address cancer in your body, it will destroy you. You cannot leave it unchecked. And it will destroy other members, hands, legs, right? If you do not do that, you will die. And that's why we address heresy, right? Because other people are being convinced of this stuff. Other people are being convinced in this doctrine, in his doctrines,
1: that are clearly unbiblical clearly and you know what i'm saying only a religious person is going to get mad because you want to continue acting like you know what you're doing is right and we need more people to rise up and question things and it's not just this there's a lot of things in the church that man many different denominations i've never been to a church or denomination where i agree with everything that they were saying and this is why the bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and i'm so grateful that our salvation is not based off what other people think unless you disagree with Marcus Rogers, (laughs) that's, that's uh,
0: the irony there. Um, You know, he wants to be able to question things. Right. And and in one sense, right. Yeah. Question things. Right. Uh, I'm a very, uh, generally I'm a skeptical person. Right. So I, I'm, I understand the issue of questioning things, but Marcus Rogers questions, plain, clear doctrines like the gospel, like the, Nature of God, right? And so, no, we're we're not to question those things. Now, if you want to gain more understanding, that's another thing. But questioning, like, doubting, if if that's what you mean, then no. Question from our understanding? Amen, I'm cool with that. Danielle says, so true. He's leading many astray and it's so dangerous. a personality cult. Absolutely, I've done a video on that. This, Marcus Rogers at Firehouse Church in Chicago is leading a cult it's a cult and he's the standard amen cephas we must pray for marcus roger repent amen I, i am totally okay with that
1: so yeah because if your salvation was based off of everybody's religious ideas everybody's going to hell there's not one pastor that i can name right now on this live that everybody would agree and say is a man of god somebody's gonna have an issue with their doctrine and things like that so that's why i want you to study for yourself seek god for yourself Pray about it for yourself and just make sure that you're ready to stand in front of God when it's all said and done. Love you
0: guys. Be blessed. Be encouraged in Jesus name. I mean, I agree with that. This is why I always tell people who watch my channel, right? I tell you guys all the time. Think about it. Think about it because I want people to think more rigorously than many have been taught. We've been sold. And this is right. A general statement. Not obviously every church, but generally speaking in America, we've been sold a bill of goods we've been sold a Jesus who is nobody. A Jesus that's undefinable. Love God, love Jesus, right? No definition of who that Jesus is, right? And we many of times and so when people go on to, you know, universities and to engage in the 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 daily world, they 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 they're trying to convince people of a Jesus they know nothing about. And so one of my goals and other brethren's goals is to Teach people about this Jesus. Who is it we believe in? Who is he? Right? What is he about? And so obviously it's pointing people back to the scriptures and thinking critically about God's word. So that when skeptics come, you have an answer. To, I mean, the Bible tells us about this. Be ready to give a defense for the hope that lies within us. Right? But do it with gentleness and respect. Right? First uh, Peter 315 or is it second Peter 315. I think it's Second like Peter three fifteen, but yes, give a defense, an apologetic, an apology, not 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 a I'm, I'm sorry, but a defense, a strong. Do you have a strong defense for the faith, right? Um, that is something I want us to think about. Now, something I want to do real quick. Uh, I I don't do this often, and I tell people, man, I'm a I'm a terrible promoter. Like don't don't I I would I would never make a salesman, right? Because you tell told me no, I probably would never come back. <laughs> uh, but I want to, uh, you know, sh- give some reasons of how you can support people. time. I'm often people message me and email about, hey, how can we support you? You know, we want we like what you do, and, and I'm going to provide ways you can support, and then free things that I think you would like as well. So, both for every party. So, first thing I want to offer to people is YouTube membership. Um, it's gonna be weird looking at it, but uh, <laughs> there's a way you can you can uh, support on oh whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait wait on YouTube with YouTube membership. And matter matter of fact, there are quite a few uh, YouTube members. Let me let me give some shout outs for my YouTube members because one of the goals, hey, if you if you become a YouTube member, I will make you a mod. You see the people with a wrench on their uh, on their side? That means they are a mod moderator. For my channel. So, hey, if you become a YouTube member, I will make you a mod. And, and guys, there are memberships, they're, they're very, they're not expensive at all. It's like you can become a YouTube member for, like, two bucks. Let me give a shout-out to Matthew, Bernard Jackson, Liz Stickney, Taniqua Williams, Adrian J, ST1804, Dana Rakin, The First Love Club, Epic Apologetics, Michael Chambers, and D16. Shout-out to you guys who have... Uh, supported it and and, oh yes youtube membership you get early access i usually post it at least a day early so yes uh how do you do that some people may be asking how do you do that well all you do is you know here's a video right uh and you click here on the join button right kick on the join and hey look there's all sorts of uh ways you can join like 199 899 1999 right 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 so become a youtube member and that will happen. Not all, not all my moderators are uh, YouTube members, but if you become a YouTube member, def, definitely, definitely, we're gonna be a part of that. Yes. Yeah, shout out to my man, Adrian J. Been been holding down, supporting uh, this for a long time. So I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Now I have another, uh, one more, one more, uh, and it is my Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com Slash Uh Let's see Right here Yeah, go to Patreon uh, Patreon.com Slash True. I also post early content there as well And so yeah, I think you will Like that, let's see Also I have All Things Theology Matter of fact, if you are watching this right now Go to All Things Theology Go to Facebook Slash all Things Theology, so that way you can, you know, be a part of the Facebook conversations. It's free, all that, right? So that's a free way to support. Um, I'm trying to post, be more interactive on my Facebook page with with, uh, with the my, All Things Theology. So yes, if you could like that, that'd be very great. I'm trying to get that channel growing or this, this platform growing as well. Last but not least, certainly is my website yes I have a website here is the all things theology kateuptrue.com website if you can go there you can keep up with certain videos look you can see there's videos right here you can go to youtube matter of fact I even have merch some of you guys don't know this see see I don't even be telling (laughs) I don't be telling man I just be doing the videos my wife's like people don't even know you have a website or you even do music (laughs) I'm like I know (laughs) So, yeah, you can get a uh, get a shirt. You know, I have a couple of shirts on the website. So get you a shirt, man. God bless on that. Uh, let's see what else I got. Yeah, I'm trying to add more things. I want to add music. People ask me all the time, we're going to hear your music. Well, I'm working on putting more stuff up on Spotify and things like that. Uh, yeah, you can uh, actually click on this. If you Matter of fact, you just go to kduptrue.com. You can look have a link to the Facebook. It'll take you right to the All Things Theology. Well, never mind. Hold on. I'll have to get that fixed. (laughs) The Twitter will take you right there. So you can uh, follow me on Twitter if that's your kind of uh, persuasion. And so, yeah, I'm trying to uh, also work on music, getting that up. So new music will be dropping soon as well. If you like the stuff like you hear, like the intro, man, uh, more stuff coming, more stuff coming. I'm telling you, you're going to be excited about the music you're going to be hearing, obviously putting theological content is where my passion is and things like that. And so that'll always be as God permits, obviously. Right. Um, Something I'll be passionate about doing maybe in the next two weeks, I'll probably be putting content on the whole because I will be moving. And so I'll try to have content that I just like try to work out for like two weeks and that way I'll still have videos going. And so But that's why you want to be on the early access with things like Patreon and YouTube membership, because that's how you hear it before you hear it. And that way you can provide critique. Matter of fact, I want to do a YouTube membership slash uh, Patreon to those who support. Um, See, look, man, Renew Minds just became a member. God bless, bro. I appreciate that. I want to have a just interaction Q&A with with the uh, with the YouTube members. And Patreon supporters, I want to do that very soon. Maybe in the next week or so, we can try to schedule that. Man, just I, I like getting to know uh, people who support what I do, and just see where I see familiar faces. Oh, okay, uh, God bless you with the super chat, Tanika Williams. Oh yeah, need the verses. See, funny enough, I haven't even finished the song. <laughs> I just, I just, I just created a real cool, uh, you know, jingle. I thought, and so yeah, I, I'll have to uh do that i'll have to do that so let's try to plan for my youtube members I'll, I'll probably do a community post for only those who are youtube members and patreon supporters um let's let's see about doing a, a live you know for for those who support you know and so um we're coming up on 10k we are i say coming up on uh i I've, what am i at like 8.3 so you know we're, we're we're making progress, man. At the beginning of this year, I I, I didn't even have five thousand. I had like four thousand something. And so, man, God has blessed the growth. I gotta thank you guys. It's for it's because of you guys liking the videos, because you sharing, being interactive in the chats, uh, being interactive in the comments. You know, when this is a this is a group project. And so, uh, see so like this. I'm brand new here, but I'm quite fond of it already. Sporuski lady, I thank you. I thank you for being here. All you guys have been very helpful. Uh, like I said, to let, 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 those who are supporting, let's try to work out some kind of Q and a, like I said, I, I try to get to know the familiar faces who, who invest, who have invested financially uh, into the ministry. I do. And I, I understand and I, and I understand these are hard times. So I definitely appreciate it y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Share the link. We're going to, we're going to get, I'm, I'm projected to be at 10,000 by February. But let's see if we can get there a little sooner. My goal was to get there by the by the end of the year. Might not happen, but hey, I, I set a high life to goals. As they say, if you shoot up for for the uh, what the stars, you reach the sky. You're still done well, right? So, yes, yes. So we chop it up properly without an apology. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yes. Let's work on a community. Uh, you know, a, a, a membership only Q and A. And then I'll definitely do a live QA when I reach 10,000 just for everybody. So, yeah, I appreciate you guys for watching, man. Thank you as always. Make sure you're liking the video, subscribing to the channel, hit the notification bell so you'll be aware when I drop content. It's your boy K Dub, All Things Theology. You know how we do it here. Grace and peace.
1: It's
0: a Hey, grace and peace, y'all. It's
1: a beast.
0: Hey, grace and peace, y'all, grace man. be. Hey, till the next time, y'all. Grace and peace.